0: What's up, Tom, my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Traffic Talk. This is a little different. Uh, right now, I am outside. I'm not on the road like I normally am. I'm literally outside on the campus of Baylor University. And there's a reason for that. So we'll read the question and you'll see why. I sent out an email. I have an email newsletter. I sent out that email and the email newsletter is called The Humble Hustle. So pretty much if you join this email newsletter, I'll ask you what specifically do you want to hear and or learn about and then you'll only get content based upon what you say you want to hear. As a part of that email newsletter, I asked if anybody had any questions because I'm looking to help them and I'm giving those questions priority in Traffic Talk and we actually got a question from someone named Samuel and I am going to read his question. So again, to get some context, Samuel said the following, Hey, Nathan, I know this is a big question, but it's definitely something I've been struggling with. How exactly do you decide what to go into business for? If I recall correctly, you started in electrical engineering, then switched to web design. What was your reasoning or your line of reasoning for that? So Samuel, excellent question. Definitely appreciate it. And I thought it was fitting for me to come back to campus. Uh, Where I went to school in front of one of the buildings that I studied at to really answer your question. So, to be honest, um, it's a very difficult thing to figure out. One thing that I do not like that I see online is everybody talks about pick your niche or pick your niche, however you want to say it. Uh, People say find a niche, drill down, and get specific, get hyper focused. But they really don't talk about the journey on how to do that. And really, I'll do a complete another episode on how to find your niche or how to find your niche. I'll do a whole other episode about that and I'll dive deep into it. But just really quick, the answer is you don't know until you try. And I'll give an example. So, when I was learning the Adobe Creative Suite, things like Photoshop, uh, Adobe Premiere Pro, um, After Effects, uh, Adobe Audition to edit sound, when I was doing that at first, I didn't know what I liked and what I did not like. I just thought it was cool to learn a certain set of software right? And it wasn't until I dove into the software and started doing things that I found out, there's a fly, that I found out what I like and what I don't like. You know, so here's an example. So Photoshop is a powerful tool. You can edit photos, you can uh, use Photoshop and you can do more than edit photos. You can make graphics, you can make flyers, you can make business cards, the list goes on. So in Photoshop, I was learning how to do different things. And for a while, I learned how to edit photos. So I told people, you know, if you have any photos that need to be edited, you know, give me a shout. And as I did those photos, I said to myself, "Mm, though I know how to do this, this is not what I want to specialize in. And then I started learning how to make graphics and flyers, right? And I was making flyers and different things like that. And then I said to myself, "Mm, though I know how to do this, I don't like it. And then finally, I stumbled across uh, doing web design mockups in Photoshop. And in doing that whole process and then taking the design to code and then to WordPress and getting it up and live, I actually liked that entire process. And again, the reason I'm saying that is some things you really don't know unless you try. Now, I hate to give an answer of trial and error, but to be honest, some things you just don't know you like until you give it a try. So like I said, though Photoshop can do all those things, I didn't really enjoy some of the other things. But when it finally landed on web design, I did like it. Right. And it's something I wanted to do. So in terms of how to find a niche, I've seen tons of talks on that type of stuff. And to be honest, it's all about giving it a try. There's no way to avoid that. Right. Now, you, you know yourself better than I do. So there's some things that you already have an affinity for. There's some things you already like. But you know, give those things a try. But if you don't really see any type of progress with that, then move on to something else because you already know that's not what you want to do. Another thing about finding your niche, and like I said, I'll do a whole video about this, but I'll I'll say it pretty quick. Uh, I I love using Helena Price as an example of how to find your niche. She was working a day job in a tech startup um, in Silicon Valley. And, you know, she had a hobby on the side to take photos. That was something that she did for fun and she's been doing since she was younger. And, you know, she worked in Silicon Valley, and one thing that she noticed is all these new startups, all these new uh, products that people were making in Silicon Valley to sell, she noticed their photos were very weak. Their photos were uninspiring, and their photos didn't tell a story. So when she started picking back up photography again, she was able to use her past experience that she got with her nine-to-five job. Then she was able to couple that with her hobby something that she likes and enjoys and then she was able to speak to a need or a lack that she saw in the industry and when she put those three together bam she was able to find a niche she was a photographer that focused on startups in Silicon Valley to give them great product photos um, also great photos for their employees because she noticed a lot of their employee pages were very dull and when it comes to getting a company to invest in you you have, you have a small amount of time to tell a story or share them about what it is that you do. So, And photos can really help that. Photojournalism, and she just uses it to tell a story. Those three things are something that you can couple together to find out where should you specialize. What previous experience do you have? Or what is something that you actually want to learn or want to do? Make sure you learn that. Uh, secondarily, do you have any hobbies or passions that you already enjoy and like And lastly, is there a lack that you already noticed in your industry that the skill you learned and the hobby that you like could fix that? All of that was a general story on how to find your niche, right? But you asked a question specifically about me. So really, I have another video that I did, and you can click on the link to see that specific video where I talk about um, how I got into web design and how I was interested in getting into web design. So you can click on that link. I'll have it here. You can watch that video if you want to. Um, but I'll really quickly give a story about that. And it ties into what I said earlier about um, trial and error. So I came to Baylor because I enjoyed uh, creating things. I liked creating things and I wanted to do engineering because number one, I liked math. And number two, I liked creating things. And I also liked the fact that with math, um, it's either a right or wrong answer. You know, you don't have to guess. It's not very subjective. You do the work, you get an answer. That's what I liked about it. But besides that point, I also found out that I really enjoyed creating things. I really enjoyed taking an idea and making it a reality. And there are different things you can do to take an idea and make it a reality. But for me, because I was thinking in the mindset of the next step, the next step is go to college. And then after you go to college, you get a nine to five job. And hey, engineering pays pretty good. So that was a little bit of my thinking. It was where can I go where I can apply my mathematics background? with um, something that has to do with creating and then taking an idea and making it into reality. I thought about engineering and I thought that would be a good thing. So I did electrical and computer engineering and applied mathematics. Um, That's what I did. It was very challenging. Um, I took some of the hardest classes that Baylor has to offer, but I did that. And after taking all those things, you know, I was able to graduate. Now, I graduated around the time there was a recession. So a lot of people weren't hiring and I was looking for a job and I was applying many different places and I didn't find anything. So it took longer to find a job than I wanted to. So, you know, about two months went by and I had been applying ahead of time. So I'd already been on interviews and everything. And it was two months after I graduated. I was, you know, working a little bit. I still didn't find anything. And one of my friends told me about working at a web hosting company. He mentioned, hey, Nathan, you know about computers. I know. You've been learning web design. Um, You might want to check out this company. Now, I went to the company and I got hired. And I was working for that company, um, you know, fixing things on the server, uh, answering customers' questions, things like that. Then finally, I remember all of the people I was working with, like the clients, they kept talking about getting a website created. You know, um, it was tons of emails I was seeing, uh, tons of phone calls I was on. And talking to different people, and everybody kept saying, I want a website. Can you help me build a website? We need to create a website. Uh, What can you do? And the company I worked for, they were only in charge of managing the server, they didn't offer web design or anything like that. So I was like, wow, there is a huge market for web design. And this is something that I was learning on my own. And since my uh, day job, it wasn't really a conflict of interest because they didn't offer the service. I said, I'm going to learn how to do this. So going back to something I said earlier, even with web design, there are things that I like and things that I don't like, right? So I had to try things out and really see what I truly liked about the process. And honestly, I enjoyed designing something using Photoshop and then creating that and using WordPress to facilitate that. And as web design and websites got more popular, a lot of people were shifting towards WordPress and needing custom WordPress development. And because those are all the things that I learned, those are all the things that I liked, bam, it just matched up perfectly and that's what I was able to do. Also, a motivator for me was my day job. Now, this is just me being personal. They weren't really paying me as much as I wanted to, right? So, me being able to freelance was also a way to pay off student loans. It was a way for me to get extra money. Um, It was a way for me to Um, boost my salary because my job, I had hit like a ceiling. They weren't really giving me a raise. So that was another motivation, the fact that I needed more money and more funds. So I was able to work during the day and freelance on nights and weekends and do that accordingly. Or my off days, I was able to get to work, meet with clients, different things like that. So again, just to quickly answer your question, that's a little bit about what it took. It really was a different chain of events for me. And me seeing A trend in a market me seeing a great need that I knew I could fulfill and if you fast forward to today websites aren't going anywhere you know websites are still there Uh, but also if you pay attention websites are getting easier for people to make there's this large uprise of click and drag you know design elements that are coming out so there's many different companies they're not doing custom development they're not getting a coder to do it from scratch and code everything they're literally finding Um, Companies that are offering click and drag solutions and they're saying, I'm going to roll with that. So that's a rising trend. So even as web design changes, one of the things that I've been thinking of is I definitely need to look at some of these click and drag editors. Because if a large amount of people are using them, I need to add that skill to what it is I offer. Because if clients want it and I'm familiar with it, that just makes me more easy to work with. So the market is always changing, but those things are the same. Uh, what do you like to do? What do you enjoy doing, right? Uh, do you have a hobby, something that you like? Um, with your previous work experience or if you're in school, uh, different things at school, what did you like about that? What were the main things that you did? And is there a lack that you see your skills can help fix, right? And I saw that in my life. Um, also, what I mentioned with Helena Price, she saw that too. She was there a Get on that opportunity. Like I said, in terms of choosing a niche, I'll do a whole episode on that. But that's my story. You know, and when you really break down what engineering is, somebody gives you a problem and you're supposed to engineer or create or construct a solution. That's probably the biggest takeaway I could say from what I learned um, at the engineering school is that if you have a problem, there's an answer there might be multiple ways to get to the answer, but it is important you get this answer right. So there's different paths. There's one path, A, B, C, D, E. It doesn't matter, you can take different paths, but you have to get to the correct answer. And I learned how to problem solve in my mathematics courses as well as engineering, because sometimes we had to think outside the box. Sometimes professor would help us, other times they would say you're on your own, figure it out, and that's what I really took away from it, the ability to problem solve. And all business is, and even freelancing, all it is is how to solve problems, right? Somebody has a problem that they bring to the table, Um, there's multiple ways to solve it, but what is the best solution that would give them the results they're looking for? What is the opposite of their goal or problem? So if they have a a problem they wanna solve, the antithesis or the reverse or the inverse Is really the answer to their problem and whatever solution you can come up with to solve that that would be a great thing so again what was my line of reasoning of switching from engineering applied mathematics to web design that was really um, just something that I saw and I still liked technology right creating something out of nothing taking an idea making it better Um, that whole process is still something I use today it's just applied differently in the area of web design. And the last thing that I will say is um, I did a lot of technology in the past. Uh, my technology was basically just like engineering, electrical computer engineering, uh, mathematics. That was a lot of things that I did in the past. And one thing that I realized is when I was working with clients and I was doing freelancing, one thing I realized was, wow, I don't know as much as I want to know about business. I didn't know what I didn't know. So to that point, um, I started reading about business, everything I could online, and I started reading books, but I also went to grad school. I went to grad school for business, and I got my MBA because I already had the technology side down. I needed the business side down. And now when I talk with and meet with clients, I have the best of both worlds. I have technology that I'm learning. I'm still learning. I have a great background in, but then I also have business that I've learned, and I'm able to put those two together. And be of more value to my clients, so thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you're watching this video, give this video a thumbs up. Uh, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you can be notified of new episodes. But not only that, uh, this episode is a little different, like I said, going back to my alma mater and looking around campus, seeing what it is that they have, what has changed. It's been awesome. But not only that, but just reflecting back on how did I get where I am. So Samuel, great question. And if you want your question answered, hop on the Humble Hustle newsletter and you can get your question answered. Once to the next one, I will catch you later. See ya.